We know you love your weekly dose of Bacon Is My Podcast. But if you need even more bacon, make sure you head over to BaconIsMyPodcast.com where you can engage even more with us. It's a pathway to our music, our extra content, social media pages, and most importantly, some pretty awesome swag for you to show off your bacon. Again, that's BaconIsMyPodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us what your bacon is. I don't drink much. I can drink, but I don't drink much. But I can't. I, I, on the Stone Cold podcast that we did, that shows on the 31st, Yep. we drank a bottle of Jack, me and him nice. on that show. I, I saw on social media you put a, a an empty bottle. Like, oh, man. I didn't know we did till the end, man, because <laughs> we were. Let me have a quick shot real quick. Yeah, go, go for, for it. it. Cheers to you, sir. Yeah. So we were uh we were having so much fun, man, that uh you know, anyway. It should be pretty cool. Yeah, he have- Cheers, man. Big it! Big it is my podcast! Big it! Big it! Big it is my podcast! Big it! Awesome. Thank cool. you. So that's the promo video. We'll put that out the Wednesday prior to the actual episode. And then we'll uh we'll hop right in. Cool. All right, awesome. Let me uh let me get our timer on so I make sure that uh I'm keeping track for you here. Cool. Good. Yep. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bacon is my podcast, and this so week, excited. This week, we have we have our first WWE Hall of Famer. Yes, former Intercontinental Champion. Yes, former Tag Team Champion. Yes, and probably one of the best guys to reinvent himself in wrestling, like throughout his career. And the conductor of the whole train, ladies and gentlemen, the Godfather. Hey, what are you two crazy guys up to, man? Thanks for having me on the show. So I I went through all these first. You're actually not the first Brawl brawl for All participant, though. That's true. You're our second Brawl for All. Uh, We had Mark Mark Merrow. Mark, Mark. Oh, wow. Yeah. How's he doing? He's doing, man, he's 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 all around the world. He's like. He does that uh, bullying thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's uh, motivational speaking. Good for him. Yeah, he's too, he's a happy dude. Yeah, he's a you're like, I I feel like like everything I've seen of you also, man. Like you just he's just a good time guy, you know. Like it's like, <laughs> well, until the bear comes out. But yeah, man. I mean, I stay pretty positive. You know, the older you get, the nicer you get. I found that out with everybody. <laughs> you just start thinking you got a short time, so I might as well. No, man. I try to stay chill. Uh, I've been that way for like. The last ah, 20 years, I've been pretty chill like this, so it's all good. Well, I always noticed, like, when um, I was I, – I've been a wrestling fan since I was a little kid. Uh, I was actually at WrestleMania in Indianapolis where uh, where you came down and interrupted the, uh, the Sid Hogan Ultimate Warrior match. Papa Shango was, like, one of the ones that I gravitated to. I like the villains. I always like the villains. <laughs> uh, 
and man, like as throughout watching you kind of reinvent yourself over and over and over again, there was just something about the the Godfather character that immediately was kind of like, oh man, this this is the guy. This is who he is. This is who I want to hang out <laughs> with. Like it just it looks like so much fun, man. Look like you were having the the best time in the world. Um, how like was it weird for you to transition that many times, that many characters, uh, or are you just kind of like rolling with it? You know what? I, I looked at it a lot different than a lot of people. Wrestling for me was a second job. It wasn't my first. I always had strip clubs. Mm -hmm. Before I even got into wrestling, I had strip clubs. And so I always had another means of making money. Wrestling for me was more just to be around a bunch of crazy son of bitches like I was, you know, big <laughs> strong guys. So uh, when I got into it, it was more to have fun. And uh, the Papa Shango thing, I was so far from being a voodoo man. But I just, right. you know, I went with it. I did the best I could. They paid me well. It was a job for me. I did the best I could. I researched it. Uh, why you would see me leave is because I wasn't having fun. Right. And I would tell Vince, Vince, I'm not having fun. Okay. I'm going through tables. I'm getting hit over the head with cheers. I'm traveling out. Man, I could be at home doing just fine. And so I would go home and then they'd call me with another thing and I would say no. And we'd go back and forth and they'd give me another thing. But uh, it was more of a way for me to have fun and escape, bro. And just have fun. It wasn't till The Godfather that I really got to be myself. That's super cool. Did you Do you feel like having that perspective on it um, made you able to kind of look at it in a different way than, than maybe some of those guys where it was like their, their absolute uh, oh, yeah. end all? Oh, know? yeah. Of course, man. I mean, like I said, that was a lot of wrestlers, you know, I don't know about today, but that, that was their livelihood. Yeah. I always had, you know, a second meeting. So uh, not that I didn't take it serious. I took it very serious. I have very, nothing but respect for that business. Business has made me money. It's made me some great friends. But uh, it, it was a business for me, you know. And like I said, it was just being, <laughs> I was having so much fun being me. You could, I, I am so, I don't know if the Godfather's more Charles Wright or Charles Wright's more the Godfather because, believe me, bro, what you see on TV is just what I I am still today. <laughs> nice, nice. Commercial break. Hey guys, I got a quick question for you: Are you dog people? If you know anything about us, you know that here at Bacon's My Podcast, our dogs are our family members, right? Uh, we love to give them a little something extra to look forward to every month, get them excited, and that's why we subscribe to BarkBox. So every single month, Bruce, Bain, and Bruno are treated to two brand new durable toys, plus like uniquely curated packs of treats. It keeps them excited, keeps them engaged, and uh, you never have to like go out shopping for stuff. So if you have a four-legged furry friend that is your favorite alliteration, we got a special deal for you. Just for being a Bacon Is My Podcast consumer, if you head over to BaconIsMyPodcast.com and scroll to the sponsors, click on the BarkBox link, you'll get an extra toy in your first order from BarkBox. So head over once again, BaconIsMyPodcast.com, click on the BarkBox link, and spoil your favorite four-legged furry friend today. More alliteration. What's your bacon? Uh, I also wondered, um, one, of the, one of my favorite things about... Uh, the the Godfather 
character was was the entrance and everybody you know who yeah. doesn't love hoes who doesn't right. love who doesn't love beautiful women uh but for me man that entrance music we're both musicians and i'm a guitar player and i remember like the first little bit of like maybe figuring out how to play some funk guitar was me going well Oh yeah, yeah. The, the second I got a Y, that that the second I got a wah pedal, I was like, yes, I'm figuring this out. Yeah. Do you, do you like? Did you have a hand in picking that, or if not, they, like, what was your reaction when you heard they, it? The they, uh, I don't remember how it happened. I just remember when they played it for me. I said, I love it. That right. I said it's funky. <clears throat> I'm like, it's funky. Sounds a little. It was a little voodoo child. It was, you know. I'm like, I love it. I love it. Pimpin' ain't easy, man. Oh man. That's, yeah, it was it was so, so perfect good. too. Man, Pimpin' so ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like so now you you know, life after wrestling, obviously you do a bunch of like signings and stuff like that. Do you find that the like the wrestle cons and stuff like that is just a like an awkward high school reunion? Or do you do you love that kind of stuff? Like going back, seeing the guys, you know, seeing the boys. Um, to me, I, like I said, it's more fun for me. I don't do it every weekend. Right. Uh, now that the world's opening up, like for the next three months, I've been booked a lot, but I bet yeah. it's fun for me. And when it becomes not fun for me, then I won't do it. Um, the Russell cons, I'm usually the WWE always brings me in for WrestleMania. So I only get a few hours to go to the Russell cons, but I have a good time over there, bro. You know what? What's cool is. The people love the Godfather. It's not a gimmick where people hate you. I mean, so it's just yeah, it's right. cool. It's cool talking to people, being yourself, where they're like, "Dude, that dude's pretty cool, man. He's just like yes, yeah." Because you're being yourself. And my wife says I can talk forever as long as I talk about myself. That's, we can do the same. It's yeah. good stuff. <laughs> now, your your wife originally came up with the idea to be more of the pimp character i heard in 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 one of your interviews is that like she kind of she came up with everything except what i was saying nice. i didn't dude i didn't want to be a pimp uh and then i wanted to be a hill pimp <laughs> Vince, Vince shot that down but uh <laughs> i wanted to be a hill pimp and i fought her on everything but she uh made the had the jewelry made we had a seamstress making us vest and, and fur coats I had an air, uh, airbrush guy airbrushing the vest. We had a jeweler. She had a jeweler making. She did all that. All I did was stay medicated and have fun. And that's so cool. Literally, that's all I did with it, man, is I just did the creative fun part of it. But all the costumes, the everything, man, was all my wife's idea. All my that's wife's awesome. idea. I wondered about that because, um, again, like looking into your history and stuff, you were, you know, you you grew up in Vegas, you uh, you worked in bars, bartender, uh, bouncer, bar owner, you know, strip clubs, all that, and also biker, tough dude, you know, and and <laughs> as the Godfather went on, it was more and more like more like outlandish, colorful, big, bright outfits, and I was like, I wonder, I wonder how much of that was uh, like a natural progression or just her saying like, put this on and you've been like, right, whatever. <laughs> my wife said, put this on, wear this, try this. And I'd be like, I don't want to wear that. I remember so many outfits now that I see from and matches that I did back then that I just fought her on. I don't want to wear that. I don't want to wear that. And then I look at it now and I'm like, 
for the time that was pretty cool so right know, yeah she was <laughs> she was right on just about just about everything god bless her we're still together too that's, I, uh, that's awesome i just like right just just, just, to, just to show you right now i had a, a black hat with a marijuana leaf on it i was going to wear and the first thing she did was come in here and take off my hat and put this on it's like you don't do nothing without your godfather hat so she's still, uh, she's well, still I, looking she's still like looking that. out for me i like that because that's that's the type of hat it is it's called a godfather hat you know yes. I, I thought that was cool not a lot of dudes can pull that off either you got to have the right the right shape yeah you know like like i have a hard I time with hats because i have a big giant head it's a big round head so <laughs> hats are tough for me so you 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 wear a godfather hat well man, man. i had it's a like, lot of hat what papa shango had a hat godfather yep. hat jesus Those <laughs> now, are hats. don't go away we'll be back right after these messages All right, we got to take a quick time out. As you can probably tell by now, Jim and I, we're t-shirt guys. And we're always, always looking for the most comfortable and best fitting t-shirts possible when it comes to ourselves or our merch. Sometimes they're soft and they unravel in a few washes. Sometimes they're durable, but they feel like sandpaper on your nipples. And it's just not our thing. Well, maybe it's Jim's thing, but it's definitely not my thing. And... You know, sometimes you clean your shirts and from sweating uh, at work or on stage, they just kind of get all funky even after you clean them. Well, Fresh Clean Tees is a solution for all your t-shirt woes. With multiple styles and colors, they keep you looking so fresh and so clean. Go to baconismypodcast.com, click on the sponsors tab, and click on the Fresh Clean Tees link and start looking great and feeling great without spending a fortune. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Click on the Sponsors tab, then scroll to that Fresh Clean Tees link to start looking comfortable and stylish at affordable prices. There, uh, I watched WrestleMania 2000 a couple couple weeks ago, um, and you tagged with D-Lo. Right. And first off, like your, your tag team together, you guys have been, have been working together for a while anyway. But man, you guys should have had a tag run. But he was, he kind of had a little bit of the pimp stuff too. Did, did your wife have any hand in that? Like, no, he just, or anything? They just, they made him some stuff for me. But the problem was, is they didn't know what to do with either, either one of us. But right. we were both, you know, especially me, you had, you know, you're hot, you're, you're over. Right. Yeah. So they, that's why they put a lot of people because the type of stuff that I was doing, you couldn't be wrestling stone cold and stuff like that. So sure. it was, it was more to entertain. So it was kind of hard to, you know, that it was, it was more for entertainment than it was for wrestling. Yeah, and I made cool. it that way. Kept it, kept you from injuries as, as many. Well, you know, you know I, mean? I believe me, I put my time in drop down and hit. Oh that, yeah. That. Man. The, the Godfather. I just came to a point where I'm like, you know what? Instead of these people seeing enough wrestling, I'm going to entertain them. I'm just going to straight out entertain them. And we came up with the whole Godfather thing and entertained them. We did. (laughs) Now, if you were, if you were coming up today and you were given any of the, any of the characters that you had been given before, is there anything that you would tweak in them or do differently today than, than you did then? Is there anything you look Um, like? Papa Shango, I wish I was 
wasn't so green and it was just a hard stretch to go from being a hardcore biker to being a voodoo man. Right. <laughs> um, the other ones just missed. I, I probably Taker told me one time I I probably I should have probably been a little bit more serious with the Godfather to get better matches and stuff. It, but it, it you know it, like I said it was fun for me when it wasn't fun right. I was out. That's why you see me come and go. But uh, bro, I had a great time. To this day, I'm still under contract with them. They're still sending me checks. They're That's still excellent. putting out action figures. They're really cool yeah. with me. So. You know, I got nothing but love for the WWE and that whole family, man, because they've been nothing but cool with me. And and just to allow me to do all the nonsense that they believe me, they had to put up, <laughs> they had to put up with a lot of nonsense for me and, and the old Godfather. And, and God bless them, man, because they did. I love that there was an action figure of a of a pimp that was yeah, out. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? I think that's great. More than one. Um, yeah. Well, and that's, that's the other thing about all the outfits that had to be like that. That was a smart move because the more you change your outfits, they got to do a new character for that. They got to do a new toy. They got to do a new thing. And that's, Oh yeah. Man, I got to get the Godfather with the orange vest. Well, I got to get the Godfather with the blue vest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. And you're like, I got to get the Godfather with the green money coming <laughs> from all the vests. <laughs> you, uh, you brought up on your taker and, and I, I listened to, uh, Bruce Pritchard's podcast, and he used to talk about going to Undertaker's house when you guys were in Texas and eating deep fried turkey ass uh, <laughs> with Yokozuna. Did I, you ever? I think, it was, I, I think it was turkey legs, but I don't know about turkey ass. But... He said no. He <laughs> said he was very specific. Said it was turkey ass, and he said I, that I, Yoko I, used to take. I, him. I remember eating big old turkey legs with, and then putting mayo all over it. I'm like, yeah. Dude. What? Well, I don't remember eating no turkey ass. What's turkey ass? You can't I, eat that. I mean, I guess that's the legs. Too big. I, I, I think he just bit turkey leg. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I, how I, much I, ass could be? Could you eat? Well, no. He's he's saying that that well, little Godfather. Flat. I mean, well, so all of us ate a little asshole. I mean, come on, man. Hey, <laughs> turkey ass. It was it, so. So you never had the turkey ass with uh, with Bruce. Uh, if I had turkey ass, I didn't know I was eating turkey <laughs> ass. <laughs> he was saying he was saying that it's that little flap of skin on the back, and I said, "Yeah, but if you if you're popping them like that, maybe how many Pritchard, turkeys? Maybe Pritchard. Yeah, how many the, turkeys? I mean, how much ass you got to eat? Maybe, exactly. maybe it was Pritchard that was more uh, into the turkey ass. Maybe you never maybe. know. You never know. <laughs> I don't know." So another thing that I that I found a, a person that I found out about by um, researching you was uh, or is a a guy in Vegas um, by the name of uh, one one kick Nick. Yeah. And uh, and I I heard you mention him a couple of times that you worked with him and you worked with him at the bar and everything and this <laughs> went back into you talking about like pimps and getting people out and stuff like that and I researched him a little bit and I was like what a fascinating dude. But I thought, like, since you worked at a bar, I work at a bar. I'm a bartender. Can you give me a, a good one kick Nick story that like pops into your head all the time that might now, make I'm going back to I'm going back to like 84, 85. Me and Nick are working at this club called Cheetahs. And back then there was only it was me. I, I was a manager, bouncer. I was more, I was a manager, but I would get into it a lot of times with guys. Right. And Nick was like head of security, but on 
at nighttime, it'd only be like, you, you can't forget this is back in the 80s. It'd only be like me, Nick, and another guy working the, the floor, right? And so one time I got into it with this dude and I pound this dude out, right? Bam, 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 bam. And then Nick comes in and Nick sweeps it all up and gets the guy out. And back then, once you got guys out, the, you know, the police were on your side. They weren't against you. You bang right. the guys out. You get him outside. And so he got him outside and it's whatever the friends get the guy out of there. And I'm like, where's my watch, man? Where's my watch? I had this really nice Rolex. I'm like, dude, where's my watch? Where's my watch? And Nick looks at me and goes, oh, that was your watch? Oh, dude, I thought it was brother's watch. I put it in his pocket. So that was, oh, oh man, the, the watch. I think it was like one. Of, the watch was like at least eight grand. I don't know. It was yeah, like I, I said, dude got in. dude got paid to get yeah. an ass whooping. Yeah. So thank you, Nick. And Nick taught me how to. Nick taught me how to do a front kick. Okay. Right. Instead of banging guys out, Nick would say, "Dude," and when they called him one kick for a reason, he would he would bang guys out with one kick. Yeah. He had that, so, like his knockout kick. Yeah. And so Nick, it would come. You wouldn't see it coming, man. We'd be right here, and we all of a sudden, back there, the guy. You'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, one kick!" <laughs> wow. So Nick caught me how to do this real quick front snap kick to the face. And one time I was outside, and this dude came charging at me, and I'm I'm ready to blast this dude. And just before he gets there, I throw this kick. I catch this guy in the face, knock him out cold. I look at Nick and I'm like, wow, that shit really works, bro. <laughs> Nick was a cool, tough guy. He's still training guys. He's had world champion boxers. He's had yeah. world champion. He trained uh, Chuck Lindell. I mean, he's part of that whole thing. Uh, you know, friends with Dana, They all these guys. But Nick was a legitimate tough guy, a legitimate, legitimate tough guy. And That's still awesome. is. Yeah, and, and a musician. He's putting out yeah. a record. I saw he's yeah. putting out like a record, which is awesome. He does this cowboy rap kind of thing, you know. But he's, you know, Dick's a cool dude. Nice. That's awesome. So I, I love any time that I can research and hear somebody talk about like a friend, and I'm like, that dude sounds super interesting too. So oh. <laughs> Before we got on with you, uh, he, he was like, we we got to get in contact with him. He right. sounds like he's he'd be a he lot has of fun to have on in here. in Vegas called One Kick Nick's Gym. Right. Yeah. And he's on Instagram. He's on it all, man. He's, he's really a, a, a he's the real deal. He ain't no bullshit, man. He's the real. He even sings about it. He is the real deal, outlaw, biker, tough guy. He's the real deal. Believe me. Nice, man. So I've I've uh, on your Instagram, which you're you're uh, pretty active on, which is awesome. I've uh, I've seen a few things, and you always <laughs> you always have a lot of good music on there. What um like. Where do your you seems like your music tastes range all over the place? Like what uh, what kind of what, what what are you listening to these days? And what do you kind of like if gravitate to? I'm getting ready. To, I've got some people coming a little later. I'm gonna go in my room and clean guns. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm probably gonna put some country music on. Nice. If I'm out here in my studio, it's usually the old school, not old school rap, but more West Coast, Tupac, that nice. type of rap. Um, if it's late at night, man, I might be chilling with some uh, some more bluesy type. I listen to everything, man. Uh, doing the videos since I'm usually smoking. When I'm smoking, right. I like rap beats because it just it just I don't care about the words, it's the beat. So yeah, you'll hear a wide variety depending on what time of day it is and where I'm at. Now I like um, I noticed like you do a lot with the cannabis industry, but you you don't have a 
cannabis business or anything right now or do you No, i do have <laughs> coming out real soon i will have a, okay. can, a cbd delta 8 line really soon uh, i also have my own strain in california with that dr green thumbs is called the insane godfather and that's my okay. own strain of marijuana uh more things are happening it's just you know i'm very picky you know, I'm basically retired after we sold the club a couple years ago. I'm basically retired. So I'm really picky what I want to put my name to. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and it's more for fun. And, but it's money too, but it's more for fun. So, you know. Well, if you can make money doing something that's fun, that's even better. Yes, sir. And then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get very soon, I'm going to be in the dispensaries. See, I, you guys know the rules. Like in New York, it has to be grown in New York. It has to stay in New York. Well, my strain is grown in California. It can only be sold in California. So okay. we have to get those dispensaries out here in Vegas, which it's be real from Dr. Dr. Green Thumbs is be real Cypress Hill. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. He has seven dispensaries in California. So once we get those dispensaries out here, then we'll have my product out here. Plus I can put my Delta eight and CBD line all over. So it's coming. It's coming. Nice. No, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure how all that works. Just because my brother's actually in the cannabis industry. He he works for a place in uh, in California called Cad Nine, and he. I've heard uh, of that. I've heard of that. Yeah. He's he's does all their grow houses. He's an organic chemist. And you so don't mind like, if I pour a shot, do you? Please no, do. Please do, do it. Do it. Um, so you he's working out there, gentleman Jack. Nice. Little we've got the uh, we got the Jameson uh, castmates over here right there now. There you go. Yes, sir. I'm not going to shoot this. I'm going to sip this, but it's only going to be a couple sips. That's all right. Salute. Cheers to you. Sir. Cheers. We'll be right back. Okay, so in world of streaming services, where can you find breaking news, live sports, and a mountain of entertainment? Look no further than Paramount Plus. With plans as low as $5.99 per month, you'll gain access to the following. Live news from both national and local CBS networks, live sports from the NFL, NCAA, PGA, and much, much more. Your favorite MTV, BET, Nickelodeon, and Comedy Central shows from past and present. New original content like The Stand or Star Trek Picard or SpongeBob's Camp Coral, Smithsonian Channel shows and documentaries, movies, and much, much more. Go to BaconIsMyPodcast.com, click on the Sponsors tab, and click on that Paramount Plus link. And open yourself to peak streaming service. That's BaconIsMyPodcast.com. Click on the Sponsors tab. Then on the Paramount Plus link, and dive into thousands of episodes, live TV, original series, and hit movies right now. Do it. So, yeah, um, if... So if you're if you're working with one dispensary, are you able to work with more than one to oh, yeah. other states? Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, like I said, like I said, though, I'm only working with legal companies. Right. There's and nothing against the underground companies, nothing against them at all. But I'm only working with legal companies. Um, I can have my name on a lot of underground stuff, but I just I'm going to keep it completely legal. Of course. Yeah, yeah it makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. So that right. being said, what is your favorite smoking apparatus? Are you guys familiar with smoking? I am, yes. Do you know what a dab hit is? Yes. Um, I, I'll do dab hits out of rigs um, a lot of different ways. I'm a big dabber. 
I take about 20 dab hits a day, and I'm not talking about the little pins. I'm talking about real dab hits. Not I yet. mean, you go on my Instagram, you'll see. And then I probably smoke. I don't smoke a lot of flour. Um, when I every morning when I get up, uh, I get I get in the jacuzzi every morning. I've been doing it for years, and it's just like as soon as I wake up, I roll a joint and go get in the jacuzzi, and I smoke a joint, and I think about my day. That's what I do every morning. Yeah. So I roll a joint in the morning. Sometimes if, if I have a really good flour, I might want to taste it. I roll a joint, but I'm mostly dabs. Okay. I saw, I saw uh, so I, I, a rig. I mean, if I, I got a, a bunch of rigs, you know, I, I just took a dab hit out of this thing here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I'll take a dab rig out of uh here's a Papa Shango dab rig. Oh, oh that's oh. awesome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is super uh, cool. Yeah, uh, here's some here's some G pin dab rigs. I mean, it's I got it all here, bro. Believe me. That's, I saw you working out with a speed bag and a uh, and a volcano bag. <laughs> oh, you know what? I love those bags, but, but yeah. I I don't put flour in them. I put dab hits in them. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they're just oh my god, it's just they're strong though. They're oh, yeah. real. They're, if you don't have a high tolerance. The herb in there is really cool because it's a different high. It's an uplifting, really mm -hmm. uplifting high high. It's really cool high, but the dab just just woo. It's <laughs> it's wicked. <laughs> um. So, what we do have to do is pay our bills too. Yes, we do. Uh. So we have we have one of our sponsors here, uh, called Poddex, and what they do is if you don't have verbal diarrhea like we do. Uh, they kind of help break the ice. It's like cards, almost like cards against humanity, um, where it kind of gives you little icebreakers, things to do. So what we like to do is have our guests pick uh, one of the decks, and then you get to pick a card. So we have the uh, interview deck, interview deck two, the what the heck deck. What the yeah. hell? You, I can't see none of this shit. <laughs> We've got these decks of cards here, yeah, and they have gonna, topics If I lose on you, them. it's not my fault. I'm going to see yeah. if I can make you a little bigger. Okay, I got you. Yeah. All right. So, nice. so yeah, th there's these decks here, and you could pick from either interview, interview two, um, what the heck, or would you rather questions? And we'll give you a random question from there to pay our sponsors. At I already got ready. Yeah. What the heck? What the heck? What the heck? And as a reminder, uh, you go to poddex.com. Yeah. Use the promo code Bacon because Bacon you get, makes everything better. Because it makes everything better, and uh, yeah, you get ten percent off. Yeah, you get ten percent off your order. So, uh, Mike is going to shuffle these because though I also lived in Vegas for a while, um, mm. I cannot shuffle cards. At no, all. not even a can little. You, can you cut it with one hand? No, I'm terrible with cards. Like I just, I'll just flip them all over the ground. I, I, I bartended, can't, can't do cards. Yeah. <laughs> I can do tricks for them and stuff, but I'm not a card player. That's that's way more than I can do. I can I can do this. I can point, and you can tell me when to stop, and that's how we're going to pick your question. Stop. All right, done. All right. Uh oh. All right. So what I get myself in, dude? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so our pod decks. Uh, what the heck deck question for the Godfather? What is the scariest sound you could ever hear in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a good one. That's a bit, yeah. yeah, that's a for you sure. You know what that sound is, right? Yes, I do. That's a fair that's that's a little... <laughs> I would have to say, oh shit. Yep. <laughs> is that a good answer? 
Oh, that's yeah. A, that's a great I answer. I mean, how thing? I'm like, man, if I was asleep and I heard that in my house, I'd be like, oh, man. Is right. that is that ever? I something? hope they like me. <laughs> I hope they're saving me from something. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're not far away because I will be on them quick. <laughs> have yeah. you have you have you ever heard that sound like when hanging out with the boys where you're just kind of like, uh oh, something's going on here? <laughs> no, gotta, no, uh, no, not that boy. No, not that I can remember. Not that I can. Maybe I have, but not that I can remember. Because because well, Taker, good. let's hope not. <laughs> Taker Taker said a, a couple of uh, months ago there was this whole big thing on Joe Rogan where he said, "Yeah, the the guys now it, it was more outlaw back then, and you know when I when he was coming up in the locker room and guys would carry knives, and guns, right. and all that kind of stuff." So yeah, that's talk. true. But yeah, I never heard nobody pulling it out or click click in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. That's, that was a that's, different different that's, time, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. There's just a different time. It was uh, just a different time. Just a different time. I don't know if it was better or worse. Just different. Huh. And you were yeah. allowed to get, you know, don't forget back then there was no social media. Right, right. So there was no telephones. There was no cell phones. There was no yeah. Nintendo. There was no laptops. There was none of that. They just came out with beepers before they had the telephones. So uh, you were allowed to get away with a lot more back then, and nobody would know about it because nobody had a phone. Nobody was carrying a phone right, to exactly. take a picture of you. It wasn't like, so this was, is going to be up when in two shit minutes. Down, it was your word against theirs, and nobody <laughs> had cameras. Yeah, and if you won, it's your word. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing I, I – uh, so you were part of the Boneyard Crew, correct? Is Bone, Street. Bone, Bone Street. Bone Street. I'm sorry. Boneyard, I was thinking of the, the match Bone that Street, they yeah. just had. Sorry. Uh, so the Bone Street crew. So out of that crew, who was the uh, who was the worst dominoes player? Um, probably probably Henry or Mark Godwin. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't big domino players. No? I know who the best player was. Who was the best player? Me. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> What that Yoko was pretty good. Taker's that Taker ain't no good. He, I, <laughs> we, I was at a signing like a year ago or two in LA, and he was there. I only went there. I only I was only only was part of it because he was there, and we played some dominoes after uh, he was done and I was done. And I'm like, dude, you need to pick that domino game back up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Get back uh, Yoko on that horse. was good. Uh, Rikishi was good, but overall, I was probably the best. Who do you think lost the most money? We never played for money. No. Smart. Yeah. Smart. That's great. We played just that was we we played a lot of dominoes, man. It was like some people played cribbage, some people played gin, some people played spades. Because you'd be a TV man from you know 12 o'clock till depending on if you were involved in the main event, you could be there till eleven o'clock at night. So you got a lot of dead time. Right. So we'd sit there, you know, maybe by by from three to by three thirty back then by three thirty to five six you know what you're doing so you're just chilling, and that's when we play dominoes. We get all of our matches set up, get everything done, and we play dominoes. That's awesome. Now, like, so that those were the days of like multiple tapings. You guys would do multiple TV tapings in a day, right? Right, right. There was I can't remember all the shows, man. But you do you tape like three shows one day, and then two shows the next. Yeah, you know, oh. but you're taping like five shows. Yeah, that's brutal. 
And mm-hmm. and then were, were you getting how, how much time off were you getting? Because like nowadays Dude, we these were, guys are on the road. We were, like we were on the road, you know, anywhere from probably two hundred seventy five to three hundred days a, a year. A lot of double shots. Wow. You'd get home. Let me see. We would get home. I get home on a Wednesday. And then if I had to start back, because I live in Las Vegas, if I had to start back in New York, I would have to leave on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Thursday red eye to get there in the morning, because if they didn't want to take a chance, me leaving at 6 in the morning, getting the right. JFK at 2, and then being, you know, just you can get delayed. So I'd only have a day, day and a half off most of the time. And right back on a plane. Sometimes yeah, I would be like, dude, I'd be in new york and then in two days later i'd be flying back to new york and sometimes i'd be like you know what i'm just gonna stay here do there yeah i'll do my wild you know i'm just gonna stay here but yeah you're on the road a lot yeah that goes well that goes back to definitely the uh the idea of like man if you ain't having fun you right know, that can be that could be trying if you're not having a good time we were having fun Which <laughs> we were having a lot what of it's fun. all about man that's what it's all about <laughs> we uh, were having too much of, fun speaking of fun i i, I found a picture that I would, uh, if, if you wouldn't mind giving some context on, and it looks like a lot of fun. Okay. So um, we're going to bring it up on the screen right now, just because uh, it was very enjoyable for me to see. <laughs> 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 me and Boogie, they, they had some type of show on MT, on the network. It was like where they played, uh, I don't know what it was called, but they played tri- uh, like uh, ribs on people. Oh, oh um. Uh, I know the one you're talking Swerve. about. Swerve. Swerve. Yeah, yeah. And so they uh, they had some it, they had they shot some stuff for Swerve, but none of it worked because if you could look in the background, do you see any people? Right. Right. Well, some right. genius was on the mall on a Saturday at four in the afternoon, and it was completely packed. So they said, "Hey, let's go there. Let's do a shoot on Monday when there's not so many people there at ten o'clock." So oh. we get there at ten o'clock. And there's nobody there. Half the places aren't open. We're hanging out. And the guy's like, no, not too many people come here on Mondays. So <laughs> this is just me and Boogie messing around. We were Because there was nobody there to do the swerve that they wanted to do. And then the few people that were there, they, the, half of them would recognize me right off the bat. Right, right. yeah. Because one, we did, a, we did a Godfather thing, and then we did stuff this. Uh, but it, none of it really worked. And they might have shown some of this footage, but... This was me and him just mess, messing around, riding these things around. So just to put a little context to the listeners, uh, this is Papa Shango riding a panda bear. Right. And yes. Followed by the boogeyman riding a monkey. Yes. In a mall. In, a, in, an, <laughs> empty, in an empty mall. In an empty mall. Yeah. <laughs> and we like, were there, uh, I'm like, hey, let's jump on these things, man. Follow me. It was one of those type of deals. <laughs> Follow me. Yeah. How does, how does, uh, how do those, um, how do they handle? <laughs> oh, I do. I don't. That's I don't remember, man. I really don't. That, that probably was like just, a big wheel. Probably. We like were probably wheel. we probably were on those things for a minute. You know, they just they took some pictures when we were on them. Are you um Are you a practical joker type of person? No, like, are you not at no, all? Not at all. So, because it, it's just seeing that picture, I was like. It's a good time guy, but some people really get into the whole the whole nah, we're just, other thing. I like having fun, man. Nice. The uh, the museum question. That's oh all yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I wanted to ask for you were you were were you born in Vegas? 
No, no. I was born in Northern California. Northern California. Okay. Place when they did call you... now, they call it Silicon Valley now, but it was Sunnyvale, California. Okay. And when when did you move to Vegas? Um, I I I just sound. I got out of high school in '79. I ended up at UNR playing football, mm -hmm. uh, which is Nevada, Reno, not Vegas, which is a long way from here. Right. And uh, after I got done playing football in about 82, 83, um, a friend of mine's like, hey, you should come to Vegas. My dad owns a strip club and guys are making $1,000 a week. I mean, back in in 1980, oh, yeah. that $1,000 a week is a lot of money. Yeah, and I'm absolutely. like, really? So I went home and I, I, I had I, whatever. I might have had a house. I don't remember. I had a vehicle, a Harley. And I loaded everything up, moved to Vegas, man. And uh Went to work like two days after I, I came here. I found a place to live. Um, a trucking company that I used to work for moved the rest of my stuff out here. And uh, I just went to work right away in a titty bar, man, and took off. Never looked back. <laughs> and I'm still here. <laughs> nice. Well, as a guy who's who's worked in strip clubs and also a, a cannabis guy, uh, what do you think are like, I mean, you ran places. What What do you think are the biggest misconceptions that people have about both of those industries, the adult entertainment industry and the cannabis industry. Oh, I, I don't know. The, the the adult industry has changed so much from when I was really part of it. I don't know. The, <laughs> probably most of the misconceptions are really true. <laughs> yeah, right, know. right. Uh, the cannabis industry that everybody's just stoners. There's a lot of smart people in. There's more to cannabis than just getting high. There's a lot of really good things in, you know, in the THC and the other stuff and the CBD. And, and it's just a plant. And it, it, it really got me off of alcohol and a lot of pills. And, uh, you know, I just it's a it's a natural thing. Uh, I don't think it's for everybody. Some people it's not for. It's definitely for me. But it, there's more to it than just getting high. Uh, it's preserved me. It's uh, it's made me more creative. It's made me a nicer person. So, you know, like I said, for me, it works. I definitely like the more you the more you hear interviews with um, with athletes and, and um, people that like put their bodies through a lot, uh, the more you're starting to see that like cannabis does keep people from, you know, pills are, are oh. a huge problem. Oh, yeah. Huge. Um, you know, and and in every industry, but uh, the pro wrestling industry, of course. I mean, so many. Brother, when I tried cannabis, I tried cannabis for the first time at 27 years old. I was Papa Shango, mm -hmm. and up until that, I'd never even tried it. But I'm taking all type of Percocets, Percodan, Somas, Vicodins, Vicoprofen, right. Halcyon. I'm taking all this shit and drinking a bottle of Jack a day. And uh, when I tried it, it just wow, just. It, it, it made my back feel better. You know, it made my knees right. feel better. Uh, I went to the gym it made the workout better. And then when I ate, I'm like, dude, this is the best hamburger I ever had in my life. You know? <laughs> and it just, it really changed. It got me away from that biker meter due to the person I am now. And it's just, it really works for me. Uh, to this day, I will take no prescription drugs whatsoever. Uh, I take it a leave and a bunch of multivitamins, but no right. pills. You know, I have a shot every now and then, but I'm not a drinker anymore. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. How how are you physically? How are you feeling? Like uh, besides my knees, I'm doing great. Uh, my awesome. knees have taken a beating over the years, so 
you know, I'm dealing with that bone on bone thing. So at this point, I'm not going to get no operation. Uh, I'm just going to try to lose as much weight as I can and go from there. Nice. Nice. Uh, well, as a Vegas question, um, as someone who's lived there for a long time, I had a, uh, kind of a, kind of a where to go type of thing. If you could only, uh, if you could only check out, or you could give someone advice to check out one place, if they could only go to one, what's the cooler museum, Neon Boneyard, Pinball Hall of Fame, or the Mob Museum? Haven't been to any of them. No? But oh, I man. hear, but I hear the Mob Museum is, is, is really bad. Everybody that goes to it's like, dude, you got to go check. Bro, I've been here all these years. I don't go to casinos. I don't go to the Strip. It's Vegas imagine, is, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm just, um, you know, I don't hang out over there as much. It's that's like if you live in Mexico and going to Tijuana, right, I don't hang right, out. Right, right. I would, I worked over there, but I just worked there and come home. But I nowadays, I very seldom even go over there. I was, I was honestly the same way when I moved to Vegas. I lived there and I was like, I, I bartended at Caesar's Palace and it was like, I, I don't want to be here when yeah. I don't have to be here. If I'm not, if I'm not making money, I'm losing money, and I don't want to. I don't, don't want to be a part thing, of that. I don't gamble, so that's even. I don't gamble at all, so that's good. Even better, yeah, that's awesome. That was the same for me. When, even just visiting, I, you know, I went once yeah. with my wife, and I went with him one time for for a video job, and and we we were on the strip for maybe what half hour, and I was like, yeah, we out of here. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Can we go? I'm done. Can we go find a dive bar and see a band? Hey, there is a dive bar. Yeah, then yeah, we, we right. went to uh, we went to the uh, piano bar. Yeah, we went to the piano yeah. bar off of oh, uh, Fremont. There's Fremont. a there's really a bar called. But the there is dive a bar, bar called the Dive Bar. Yeah, the big yeah. Raider 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 Bar. It's called the Dive Bar. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we we got to thank you first off because. Um, yeah, I don't want to. We don't want to take up too much more of your time. We're we're right at that line right now, so I just want to you know we want to make sure. Um, go ahead. But yeah, yeah uh, thank you for coming and slumming it with us, even though you were just on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. Yes. Right? Uh, yes. He, it, it's how do you feel about dropping off that far? <laughs> well, hey, you know, I, I, I had just as much fun talking to you guys as I had talking to him, man. I'm serious. Oh, thank, thank you, you very, very much, much man. That means a lot. That. It was it was honestly like it's an honor to have you on. It's an honor to talk to you and um, an absolute pleasure. And uh, dude, you 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 are just as awesome as I thought you were going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing. <laughs> so, uh, so thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and thanks for joining us. Um, hope you had a good time. And let everybody know that's watching uh, where they can where they can find more Godfather. Uh, your socials, anything that you're working on, anything that you want to plug, you anything can, at all. You can find me on Facebook on the WWE Godfather on Instagram. I am the Godfather, and I just started a uh, smoke train channel on YouTube. I'll put the link in my bio on my Instagram, but I'm just getting active on it. They want me to do to go live a couple of days a week, but I don't know if I want to do it or not. But we're gonna see. Nice, nice. Well, we're going to put the links. We'll put all those we'll links all also in our description so everybody cool. can can check it out and find you. Um, man, I can't like I can't say it enough. This has been awesome. Yeah. This has been Thank cool. you. So it's been cool, guys. It's so, been uh, cool. Everybody, uh, where can they find you, Mike? Oh, oh, so uh you can catch me on social medias. All my personal stuff is me my own self, Mike. You can catch my band at Something Heavy Music uh all of the social medias and then of course our thing, bacon is my passion. Bacon is my passion on all 
you know, streaming platforms. Find our music. James, what about yourself? Check out the podcast. Uh, my band, Craving Strange, is cravingstrange.net. Uh, we just, uh, we're, we're putting out music all the time. Uh, check out Strangerhood TV on YouTube. And uh, that's where hopefully you're watching this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you're hearing this on uh, Spotify, please give us, uh, give us a like, give us a share. If you're listening to this on Apple, give us that five-star review because that helps people uh, he hear that we exist. Yeah. Um, and if they hear that we exist, then uh, maybe we'll be able to get some, uh, some more guests that are uh, half as awesome as the Godfather has been. Uh, thank you so much, sir. Uh, if you don't mind, we're going to keep you for one second just to do a um, like a, a call for us, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, everybody else, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for being here. Godfather, sir Godfather, I take my hat off to you, sir. Uh, pleasure, dudes. It was fun. And, uh, and we'll see you next time. Hashtag. What's your bacon? What's your bacon? You love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast, but you need even more bacon. Well, just go over to BaconIsMyPodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly, grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's BaconIsMyPodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon? <laughs>